Hey, DadBod Project brother, my name is Daniel Dezan and I am the host of the go-to podcast for men all around the globe that are looking to learn not only how to become healthier physically, but also mentally as well. I've been a personal trainer and a health coach for over 15 years and I've helped hundreds of men just like you smash their health and fitness goals. So without further ado, let's get into today's episode. We are talking about why relying on the scales is a really bad idea for fat loss or relying just on the scales is a bad idea for fat loss. So my intention for today's podcast is to give you a clearer idea of the difference between weight loss and fat loss. And by the end of today's podcast, what I want you to walk away with is having the knowledge of what the difference between the two is and what else you should be incorporating in to your testing, I guess, and your monitoring and your tracking of how your weight loss is going because you're going to understand of why just using the gold standard in society of what the scales show and what the numbers says on that machine, you're going to understand of why that is not the best system to be using and hopefully you get lots of value from it. So let's get into it. Let's have some fun with today's podcast. Let's launch it in three, two, one. The thing about weight loss is this, and the thing about using scales is society has always used our body weight as the predictor, as the results indicator for someone's weight loss journey, yeah? For forever and a day, we've heard of, we've read articles, we've heard on, we've seen on TV shows, we've heard of neighbors and friends that have spoken about the amount of kilos that they have lost, the amount of kilos that they dropped. So this podcast today isn't to shit on someone that has lost a tremendous amount of body weight. It isn't about that at all, but it's just to give you a better idea and to get you a deeper understanding of why there is a lot of lots of factors that go into why we weigh what we weigh and we're going to which I covered in last in yesterday's podcast so it's important that you understand that if you just use your body weight as a predictor of your results or or the main way that you are tracking how you are doing with your weight loss journey, then you're going to be leaving a lot of data and a lot of information on the table, which then can translate into you feeling like nothing's really working and to sometimes often result in in you just giving up and saying, fuck it, it's not working. I'll just go back to what I was doing before. So this is a really important topic that we need to discover. And this is an important concept that you need to know. And what you also need to understand, and this is critical, you need to understand the difference between weight loss and fat loss because they are not the same thing. And very often I find that even a lot of my clients, when they first start working with me and they hire me as a coach, they do not understand that there is a difference between weight loss and fat loss. And what I will say on weight loss is if you just don't eat, like today's Monday, and if you decide I'm not going to eat, I'm just not going to have anything to eat, I'm just going to drink water and that is it. Like guaranteed, you're going to lose weight. You will definitely lose weight. So we can all agree on that. Even in 2022 where we can't agree on much, (laughs) 
we have lots of arguing, we have lots of difference of points of opinion. I think everybody would agree that if you don't, or most anyway, you can't say everyone because I'm sure there's going to be some weirdos out there that will try to combat this <laughs> this statement. But nonetheless, majority of people, we can come to an agreement and we could say, we can agree on that if you don't eat anything, that in a few days you are going to lose weight simply by having zero calories and still burning calories, yeah? So you're going to lose weight and you will lose fat, of course. But what is also important that you understand is that you are also going to, within that amount of drop of weight, let's say from Monday, you don't eat until Wednesday and you drop, I don't know, let's throw a number out there, four kilos, right? So four kilos, within that four kilos, what you need to understand is that it's not all just fat that you drop. There is going to be a considerable amount of muscle and a little bit of water but mostly fat and muscle that drops. And the reason of why that is a big problem and the reason why you don't want your muscle tissue, your precious muscle tissue to drop and to waste in your body is that the lower amount of muscle that you have in your body, the slower your metabolism becomes and what's called your metabolic rate actually drops, which essentially means it makes it more difficult for your body to burn calories and therefore drop fat. So it's a big problem. And this is a problem that lots and lots of people run into that don't understand the difference between fat loss and weight loss because what they will do because they don't understand this difference is that they'll jump on the scale and if they weigh less, it's happy days. Who cares? As long as they are less on the scales and that number is lower than what it was previous to them jumping on it, it's happy days for them and they do not give a shit. So it's high fives all around. They're telling their mates they drop seven, they drop 10, they drop 12 kilos. And that is generally how it goes. But now you understand that there is a difference between fat loss and there is a difference between weight loss. So fat loss is actually where you want to be, not weight loss. Because fat loss focuses obviously on reducing the amount of fat in your body and the idea is you want to preserve as much muscle as possible because of what the reason that I just mentioned of less muscle in your body making it more difficult for your body to burn calories and therefore body fat. So you want to be in the idea or have the idea or the understanding that you are attempting to achieve fat loss not weight loss. And the cool thing is when you focus on fat loss and preserving as much muscle as possible, yeah, sure, it's going to be a little bit slower than if you just lost muscle, fat, water, and all of that. So the, the reduction on the scales won't be as much, but you will be making it far more effective in the long term because you would have preserved uh, the most amount of muscle possible and therefore made it easier to burn body fat in the medium to, to long term as well. So fat loss is where it is at, my friend, not weight loss. And the reason, so going back to the title of why relying on the scale, just the scales is a bad idea for fat loss. Like I get my clients to weigh themselves, but I also explain to them some of these fundamentals that I'm sharing with you today, which is it's not a good idea to be just relying on what the scale says as a predictor of results, because there is lots of other ways to measure progress other than just body weight. So I'm not saying don't ever weigh yourself. 
But what I am saying is do not use that as your primary results indicator and your primary way of tracking how you are doing with the whole weight loss thing that you are trying to achieve or fat loss thing that you are trying to achieve. So there's other progress measuring tools that I think are better and they are things like a tape measure. The good old tape measure, I mean, so many of my clients in the past have jumped on the scales and from one interval to the next, sometimes they haven't been that different, maybe half a kilo, but then I'll tell them to measure the circumference of their midsection. I'll tell them to measure the circumference of their hips and they get shocked on drastic reductions in the circumference of the measurements and they get get super excited and they get super happy and I would argue with anyone that that is far more effective than just seeing a drop on the number of a scale and that's it because that's tangible physical reduction in size that you can actually measure. The problem is though, if I didn't get my clients to measure themselves regularly, then if they were just relying on the scale as a predictor of their results or the lack of results maybe, then that could be quite demotivating, which I have found to be the case with lots of people where they have just relied on the scales and so much body compositions has changed, but because they haven't got any of that data and then because they're not using any other measuring tools, then in their mind, it's a complete failure and they are so likely to give up because it's like, fuck it, there's no point of doing it because it's not even working. So the more ways that you can track your body composition and the more ways you can track your fat loss journey, the more motivating it's going to be as well. And the more data you have, the the better it is to make decisions. If you are just using your weight as the only metric of results, then that is a huge vulnerability in my opinion. So tape measure is a good one. I love the good old tape measure because the tape measure doesn't lie. You know what else doesn't lie? old clothes or current clothes that you have, like those tight fitting jeans, like you can lie to your wife, you can lie to the boys at work, you can lie to your neighbor, your friends, but you cannot lie to those tight fitting jeans because I'm sure you have been in this position many times where you go to put a tight fitting pair of jeans on and you're nervously thinking like, fuck, am I going to even going to be able to get these up over my ass? Am I, am I going to be able to get these buttons to match up? Like that is a really good test because you can lie all you want and you can lie, even lie to yourself and say you haven't put on weight. But when those pants that just used to fit now don't even get close to fitting, like jeans and pants and suit pants and all of that kind of stuff, when they're not even close to fitting, then that my friend, is a perfect measuring tool because you know what? How good, how fucking excited my clients get when they fit into clothes that they haven't been able to for 10 years, for 15 years, for 20 years, when they get those jeans on for the first time and they were just about to throw them out because they never believed in their wildest dreams that they would have been able to fit back into those pants or that shirt or that suit jacket. Like, that is exciting and that would be far more motivating than just stepping on a scale just to see a number difference and a, and a number lower. Like, And I'm sure you would agree as well. It's a really good fucking feeling to be able to fit into clothes. And I, I, have, I work my ass off to be able to achieve my results. And I fucking love when I go to put on a shirt 
that perhaps I was wearing when my wife and I first started dating, which was almost like 13, 14 years ago. And I have no problems in the world with like no nervousness, put it on straight away, bang, here we go. Like no difference in in physique. Maybe that's a bad thing because I'm trying to put on muscle. But nonetheless, no no increases in the amount of fat and no worries with that. And I would love that for you to be able to get into those clothes. And I'm sure you would agree that that's far more exciting than just jumping on a scale and seeing a reduction in number. I mean, that's fucking boring. And that is definitely not motivating. But what is motivating is to be able to fit into shit that you didn't think in your wildest dreams would have been the case. Another good one that I like to use is transformation photos. I mean, old photos is a really good way because again, you can lie to yourself. Look, you can lie to your wife, you can lie to your mates that you haven't put on weight. But when you see photos of even three months ago, six months ago, and you see the difference in that neck fat and the difference in the face, and it's not as chubby as it used to be, and you're looking nice and trim. When you see those kinds of photos, like they are motivating as shit. And my clients love when I put their before and after photos next to one another, because if you don't take photos, that's a big problem because we get used to the way that we look. And obviously, change happens very slowly and very very gradually and the problem is if you don't have photos and a snapshot of what you look like before you started then you are missing the opportunity to track so much visual change that can happen in the body and i have this with my clients happen all the time where they get so surprised and so shocked and they get re-motivated because it's usually where they just get kind of used to the way that they look and they kind of get a little bit down. They're like, fuck, I'm not really getting the results that I've wanted. And then once I put a before and after photo side by side, they're like, shit, like I didn't realize how much I've changed. I didn't realize how good of a result I've got. I didn't realize that I don't have that muffin top anymore. I don't realize that I don't have that gut hanging over the side of the my pants anymore. I mean, and these are the kinds of realizations that my clients have. And the only way, the only reason why we have these kinds of realizations is because we used other progress measuring tools other than just their body weight. So we've got tape measures, old clothes, old photos, current photos. Two other things that are good and useful to use is there is a scan called a DEXA scan. And DEXA scan, in my opinion, is the gold standard of body composition. And a DEXA scan is essentially like a maybe like a cat scan so you lie on your side and all it does is it scans up one one half of your body and then scans the other and you're done within a couple of minutes but it is the gold standard of body composition because down to the last gram does it give you a printout of your exact numbers of fat muscle bone water all of it so that is a really good scan to get done because it gives you a very accurate idea of exactly where you are at and i've had plenty of my clients all around the country and in other parts of the world as well go and get these dexa scans and they are often shocked with how much muscle they put on and how much fat they drop and exactly where in their body they have been able to put on that muscle and drop that fat as well. And this is really cool data to have because the more data, like as I said earlier, the more data that you have, 
the more the better control you can have over it and the the better chances of you getting good results are so another good one is skin fold calipers as well so essentially that's just like these pinching looking things that measure the thickness of your subcutaneous body fat subcutaneous is just a giant jackass word for the fat underneath your skin that's what subcutaneous means so Often muscle goes up and fat goes down, but it doesn't reflect on the scale. So that is the reason of why you need to have other progress measuring tools like your tape measures, your clothes, your photos, your DEXA scans, your calipers. So these are important things that jump, just jumping on a scale will not give you that kind of data of what's going on with your muscle, what's going on with your fat. It's purely just the amount of mass that your body is holding and that is it. So hopefully by now, you have a clearer understanding of why just relying on the scales is a bad idea for your fat loss journey. And the one thing that I do want to leave with you before we jump off today's podcast is we spoke about muscle wastage and muscle wastage being very common, especially being in a calorie deficit, meaning that you're burning more calories than you are consuming, which my friend is the only way to drop body fat. So we spoke about muscle wastage being bad. So the one thing that I want to leave with you and the one bit of advice that's really important to reduce the amount of muscle wastage is making sure that you're increasing your protein intake and increasing the amount of weights training. So those two are the most effective ways to preserve muscle, which is what you should be aiming at doing priority number one during your fat loss journey. So it is within my experience over the last 15 years that I've been a personal trainer and health coach that most people are drastically under eating with their protein intake. They're having nowhere near enough protein in their diet. So a general rule of thumb, because often I'm asked of how much protein should I be having? And that's a really good question. So the amount of protein that you should be having per day is 1.5 to 2 grams of protein per kilo of body weight. Or if you're listening in from the States or somewhere else in the world that they don't, that you guys don't use kilos and you'll just need to do your own conversion. But essentially it's 1.5 grams to 2 grams of protein protein per kilo of body weight. So that means if I weigh 100 kilos, which I do weigh just a smidgen under 100 kilos, then that means I typically should be having between 150 to 200 grams of protein per day to make sure that I preserve the amount of muscle that I have and to make sure that I don't waste any of the valuable gains and the valuable muscle that I have in my body. So that's what you should be focusing on during your fat loss journey. So hopefully this makes sense. And my hope is now that you understand of why just relying on weighing yourself during your fat loss journey is not a good idea. And now I've shared with you some other progress measuring tools that you can add into the mix to make sure that you have a better control over the journey, over your results and maximize the potential for you actually getting there. That is it from Coach Daniel from the Dad Bod Project. I have had a ball jumping on today talking to you about something that is really important. We'll do it all again tomorrow where we jump on for hashtag Transformation Tuesday. I hope you are having the best start to the week of your entire life. That is all for today's podcast. 
Thank you so much for tuning into the Dad Bod Pod podcast, the number one podcast for learning exactly how to live a long, strong, and healthy life as a modern day man. If you are getting value and want to work with me and my team to learn how to accelerate those precious health and fitness goals of yours, then what I want you to do is go to my Instagram at the.db.project and DM me with the words dad bod. Or if Facebook is more your jam, then why not slide into my DMs with the words dad bod to my personal account under the name Daniel Dezen, D-E-Z-E-N. Our mission is to help busy men get more active and help them love who and what they see in the mirror all over again. So go to my Instagram at the.db.project or my Facebook page and DM me with the word dad bod and me and you can have a chat to help put you on the right correct path for those health and fitness goals of yours.